0: i going to be with you this morning to celebrate what is, in a sense, the birthday of the church, the Feast of Pentecost. It's the beginning of the church's public mission in the world. So we could maybe say that the church was conceived in the upper room at the Last Supper, but it is born today at Pentecost. The church is made visible to the world. It is seen by all people from every single nation gathered in Jerusalem for the great feast. So today the gospel begins to be spread out from that very small community of people who had just seen Jesus to those who didn't know him yet, to the whole world, to every nation and people on earth. And So today we rejoice and are very thankful that our Lord has given us the church to carry on his mission today in the world. The church is our mother. We refer to the church as Holy Mother Church. And we can maybe say that if Christ is the head, then the church is the rest of the body. In the body and the head, Christ and the church united together. The church is also the bride of Christ. Ephesians chapter 5 talks about how Christ and the bridegroom and his church, the bride, are forever united. So we can say today, in a sense, that Christ claims the church as his bride. And just like any married couple who's been married for 2,000 years, they are inseparable. They go everywhere together. They don't do anything alone. They are always together, like an old married couple. Christ and the church work together. They work in tandem. They move together. They are together. And Pentecost celebrates the union of Christ and the church through the Holy Spirit. They're inseparable bonds. Where one goes, the other is sure to follow. So we can say that where Christ is, there is the church. And where the church is, there is Christ. We do not have one without the other. And for us, I think this is a very good principle to observe. Because as disciples, when we say yes to Christ, we are saying yes to the church too. When we follow Christ, We ought to follow the church, too. We say yes to both. They go together. They are the ultimate power couple. And it's for this reason that Pope Paul VI was fond of saying it is an absurd dichotomy to live with Jesus without the church, to follow Jesus outside of the church, to love Jesus without the church. So in a sense, we can't have Christ without the church either. A Christian without the church is incomprehensible. We receive the gospel message, brothers and sisters, through the church. All of our sacraments and every grace is received through the church. We are sanctified in the church. Our way is in the church. The alternative is a fantasy. As Paul VI again said, It is an absurd dichotomy to have Christ but without the church. But unfortunately, in our day and age, it doesn't stop people from trying, from trying to have Christ without the church, kind of wanting to have their cake but eat it too. It's sort of the spiritual but not religious idea that we see so often in our world, but I really think it just boils down to, I don't like the church. And so many try to have Christ without the church. But like having a head with no body, or Bonnie trying to rob a bank without Clyde, it would not be possible. But again, having a head without a body. We need Christ, and we need the church together. I think maybe another way that this is seen in practice today is very oddly enough concerns the sacraments of marriage. I'm a millennial. So I'm at that age where every other weekend on Facebook, I'm seeing pictures of friends getting married, a lot of high school and grade school friends getting married. I see a good amount of Catholic weddings, but I also see a lot of weddings at barns, wineries, beaches, lakes, or other bodies of water. And it seems that more and more people are getting married outside of the church. We definitely don't see nearly as many weddings here at St. Joe's as we used to in the past. Now, while these weddings might be very picturesque, they lack the church. And to an extent, they lack Christ. Think about it. Marriage is a sacrament. All of our sacraments are received in the church, through the church. And So anytime a Catholic enters into a marriage outside of the church, the church, in fact, doesn't recognize it as a, as a valid marriage bond. So if we want Christ... At the center of our lives and certainly at the center of our marriages, we need to go through the church. So I want to make a personal appeal here to anyone who is not married in the church to shoot me or one of the other priests at the parish here an email or call us up. There's nothing more we would love to do than to help you get your marriage blessed by the church. We're here to help you and to assist you to have your marriage blessed by Christ. And a lot of times, the process is much easier than what people might think, regardless of your circumstances. And to parents here who might have a son or daughter who's married out the search, the invitation extends to you as well. Have your kids send me an email or give them my email. Have them call me. Again, you know, we're here to help you and know to pray for you in the ups and downs of communicating and passing on the faith to your children. So brothers and sisters, let's thank God today that he has given us the great gift of the church, our mother and his bride. May we never leave or deviate from the church in any way. And let us always remember that with Christ, we have the church. And in the church, we have Christ.